You're listening to Strictly Business Podcast with Lindsay Williams. This edition of It's My Money is brought to you by Brenthurst Wealth, your partner for global wealth creation. It's time now for It's My Money, and It's My Money is brought to you by Brenthurst Wealth, and Brenthurst Wealth has been voted South Africa's top boutique wealth manager in both 2017 and 2020. This week, I'm speaking to Maurice Smit, who is from Brentus Wealth in Pretoria. And we're going to talk about savings and we're going to talk about retirement. And these subjects are almost taboo to many South African investors. And it's a sad situation. You use, Marie's uh, welcome, by the way, you use an article from 91 that you sent me, are you investing enough for your future? And this article goes on to say, a key question that needs to be answered in any financial planning exercise is how much do I need to save so that I can comfortably maintain my standard of living in retirement? In other words, how much is enough? And that's a good place to start, I think. Yeah, well, hi, Lindsay. Good to talk to you as well. Thank you. But jumping into the question, yes, uh, it is a good place to start to try, try and get an estimate of how much you would need at the end of the day when you're retired. So some of the times when you work out those numbers, you are a bit flabbergasted and it is it seems out of reach. But anything is better than nothing. So just to get an idea of how much you need, even though it does not seem attainable, you have to start somewhere. But then you also know how to appropriately uh, um, adjust your expectations for retirement. Um, if you can't reach to 100% replacement ratio of your current income. I think before we even go into the article that you've used as a reference point for us today, it's interesting that we have to sort of engender ourselves with a savings culture. We have to say to ourselves and sit down one day and say, I need to save. And once you've got I need to save into your head, then I think you can go into the technicalities of it. Because a lot of people, whether they be young, a little bit older or middle aged or something, don't believe that saving is a part of their lives or haven't had savings as a part of their philosophy in the in the past. So savings as a as a philosophy has to be part of your financial plan. Yes, unfortunately, we do see a lot that people um, tend to be instant gratification. Mm. Um, they need, seem to follow that in that they would rather take on more debt to get what they want than save to get what they want. So, yes, it is a problem. The savings culture uh, is not where it should be. Um, and when we see clients, it's very few cases where we, we, I can comfortably tell them, okay, no, you've checked all the boxes, um, you're doing everything right. Unfortunately, it's more a case from, okay, no, we're going to have to do some adjustments. And especially when they reach retirement, it's a very uncomfortable situation needing to tell somebody, okay, but I can only work with what, what you've got and what you've got will only give you this much. And then a lot of time it's not enough. No, it's something that, unfortunately, the majority of South Africans, it's definitely uh, not enough. But uh, people like Brentes Wealth, of course, are educating us uh, to change that appalling situation. Do you want to go through the article or should I go through it? Because there's one piece here right at the beginning of the article which says 5 and 20 are the numbers to remember. Why are those numbers important? Yeah, so what that is referring to is just to get an idea of how much you're supposed to save of your income per annum to reach 100% replacement ratio at retirement. 
um, all of these types of golden rule or statistics that's thrown are based on a lot of estimates that's not guaranteed like for example in at the end of this article it says okay but all of these calculations were based on getting a return on your investment of cpi plus seven percent now as if you were investor for the last 10 years starting out with your retirement plan and you just started working and started saving um, i think you would have recognized it is very difficult to achieve those type of returns and it's not something that you can get without taking risks and that is where it would be more appropriate to have an advisor to guide you through the bumpy rides to make sure that you're sticking with a long-term plan and not making um, emotional decisions when the markets fall like now what we're experiencing right now with markets down um, a lot of people are panicking and then they move to cash and then they miss miss the recovery in the markets and then they're double as bad, worse off as they would have been if they just sticked it out um, so yeah these types of numbers always just take it with a grain of salt but given a cpi plus seven percent growth rate the article says that you need to invest five percent of your income per annum if you need 50,000 rand per month post-tax at retirement. And that would last you for 30 years. But like I said, it would depend on when you started investing. If you start investing at age 20 and if you start investing 10 years later at age 30, those numbers look entirely different. When you're 20, you can save 15% for 40 years and then you can get 20 times income then you'll have the 20 times income required at age 60. But when you start at 30, you need to, in, to invest 30% of your pre-tax salary to get that those same numbers. Or you're going to have to retire later. Or live a lot longer. It's all to do with longevity, isn't it? So start early. Yes. Uh, the next paragraph says, uh, saving enough is key to investors managing their risk of running out of money. And then you go on to say, or rather the article goes on to say, start early, but remember it's never too late. So maybe one day you'll wake up and you'll listen to this Brent Earthwealth podcast and say, actually, I should be doing what uh, Maurice uh, j- j- just told me. It isn't too late, is it? Because even if you're 45 years old, maybe you're not going to retire at 60 or 65. Maybe because of, because of circumstances, you are able to go on to 70, 75. So it's never too late, Maurice. No, it's not. And it's necessary to have your position reviewed regularly to make sure that the structure of your investment is still appropriate given market environments and your own um, circumstances and making sure you're in the most appropriate product that can give you the most benefits and also looking at the fund managers and making sure you're with reliable fund managers within the portfolio to get as much value out of your savings as possible. How do you know if you're on the right path? That's a very interesting part of this presentation that you kindly sent me, and it's got graphs and and things. By the age of 40, you should have saved five times your salary to achieve a 100% replacement ratio. But how do you know if you're on the right path? I suppose talking to your financial advisor is the first place to start to answer that question. Yes, you'll need to look realistically at what you've saved so far and what you're able to save going forward and make assumptions. And I think personally, a CPI plus 7% assumption is a bit high. Um, I found that investors don't typically stick, although they should, with an aggressive plan, then they lose some of that growth that they would have achieved. But um, I would rather work with a more conservative growth figure, rather be 
over-prepared and under-prepared, I would say. So work out what your assumptions are, how much you're going to get at age 60, and then work it back in today's money's terms, how much that would be able to get you as an income um, so that you can just adjust your expectations realistically and not get a surprise at the end of the day. Quite right. Here's a question I've never asked uh, you or any of your colleagues at Brentos Wealth. And it's uh, a lot of your clients, I would imagine, are, you know, middle-aged or retired or, or, or coming up to retirement age. How many times do you say to them, or, or should you say to them that, you know, you've got sons and, and daughters, bring them into the next meeting so we can start teaching them to save and start teaching them to make provisions for their later years. Is that a policy that Brentos Wealth has uh, initiated? It is a very important topic that you did raise now. And it is something that we have discussed a lot. And it's something that the investment platforms that we use uh, have also recognized um, as a way to get people to save and to focus on investments and learning from their parents' mistakes in a way um, by for example, um, bringing in family pricing on a platform so that you can get all the assets under the administration fee scale so that you pay less fees. So that's one of the incentives used to try and get the whole family together and talk with the kids as well and the grandchildren and try and get them to, to be more financially educated at the end of the day. Um, so, yes, it is something that we try and point out and try to address. So when we do have meetings, it's a lot of time that the kids would also join because it's also important for the people that's going to inherit the money yes. that they make sure that they make the, the correct decisions with the money they inherit and not just <laughs> blow it all at once. So if you already established that um, relationship, with the beneficiaries of your clients' investments, you can ensure that the funds would last longer going into the future if it's managed in the appropriate terms. Quite right. So if you can sum up what we've just been speaking about for the last few minutes, what would it be? I mean, the final paragraph on this presentation says, time can be your friend or your enemy. Let compound interest work for you. That's an obvious thing, but you have to start very early in order for compound interest to really have a meaningful and dramatic uh, impact. So what's your message, Maurice? No, I would say don't put it in the back of your mind that you'll get to planning on your retirement one day. Uh, make sure that you do um, review your funds regularly and start as early and do as much as you can to avoid bad debts so that you don't have that high interest payments as well. That's also going to have an amp on your cash flow and your ability to save. So you'll start early, no debt, <laughs> and review regularly. Sounds so easy, but uh, it takes a lot of discipline. <laughs> Maurice, thanks so much for your uh, insight. That's Maurice Smith from Brenthurst Wealth in Pretoria. And that was It's My Money. It's My Money was brought to you by Brenthurst Wealth, an award-winning boutique wealth management company. The views and opinions expressed in these podcasts are those of Lindsay Williams and various contributors and do not reflect the policy, position or opinion of any other agency, organization, employer or company associated with strictlybusinesspodcast.com. Assumptions made on the analyses are not reflective of the position of any other entity other than the speaker or the author. And since we are critically thinking human beings, these views are always subject to change, revision and rethinking at any time. Please do not hold us to them in perpetuity.